for Codex Show, episode 126 in the midst of the final minutes of Game 5, Breakers v Kings. So we'll keep you updated. What's the score now, bro? Uh, last update it was, it was tied up with three and a half minutes to go. Uh, 66-all. Oh, it's close. And, and Tom, Tom Abercrombie just fouled out. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so excellent. Excellent. Okay, it might be best not to watch the end there, so by the time you hear this, you will know who won, so let's hope it's the Breakers. Really good season from them, even though I haven't watched them too much, but it was good okay, to We're up by three, three minutes to go. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Now tonight, anyway, we've got the final Last of Us episode to go over, so the last one. Snuck up pretty quick, even though it was a week by week release for, for The Last of Us. So, yeah, we'll go over the last episode, episode nine. And then, yeah, we'll talk some NBA as we always do. We're going to talk about some playoff matchups you want to see. Um, but first, before we get into that, what do you think about the sort of new stance from the NBA saying that they're going to restrict awards if you? haven't played a certain amount of games in the season like is that enough incentive for players to play so i mean contracts also have stipulation in them to about awards and and all-star appearances things like that so money's on the line here so is that going to change things for players yeah what do you reckon if they brought that in like and what do you reckon it should be like should it be 90%, 75%? Yeah, I, I think if you are bringing this in and the threshold isn't high enough, then there's no point in doing it in the first place. So I think like 90% would be... Well, 90% would be 73 games. Yeah, 73, 74 game. Um, I don't know, like that's pretty high. Um, you know, that's what, like one semi-serious injury, basically, and you can't get MVP. Um, yeah, I don't know, maybe like 85%, something like that. Um, I think you drop it too low and it's literally pointless. Yeah, I always, I always think 60 to 65 games out of the 82. Because, I mean, there's it's already sort of built in, isn't it? Is part yeah, of so, quite a few awards. Like if it's yeah. a tiebreaker, right? And we'll, we've talked about this a lot when we're talking about MVP and, and such. Like a tie, if there's that close, and the one dude's played eighty out of eighty-two, the other played sixty-one. Well, you lean to the guy who's played more games. So in, in a way, yeah. you sort of take you're valuing the games played anyway. Um. And how much is actually on the players themselves compared to like training staff, coaches, like, or like even owners and management himself? Like, you know, so where's yeah, it's uh, mm. it's it's tough. Um, you know, like, and I mean, if you bring this in, eighty-five percent would be sixty-eight games. I think that's probably a good sort of. I think 80% was 64. So between 80 and 85%, I think, is a good number if you're going to do this. Um, it would pretty much also rule out someone like Anthony Davis of ever getting MVP. Um, yeah, but yeah, how many he missed? He's yeah. missed a good chunk, hasn't yeah. he? Like 30 yeah. 
yeah, something like that. And that's too much, um, man. That's yeah. thirty games is too much. That's that's yeah. over yeah. a third of the game. Is have they have they said what their reasoning is to bring this in? Is it to try and stop uh fucking load management? Yeah, not exactly stop it, but limit it a bit. Because yeah. it has been a a real point, you know, like mm. especially kids missing out on players and Yeah. You know, and you just don't know to that last minute if they go, Oh, LeBron's not playing today. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh Katie's resting. I mean, Katie won't wouldn't want to play anyway because that's what he does. He just seems to be getting yeah. some bad injury luck at the moment. But like his his Kawhi has Kawhi got a lot to like blame for this? Because a lot's happened since he made his stance. Hmm. And even he, popped to a certain extent, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Spurs is pretty much where the load management thing started, mm. if I'm remembering correctly. Um, yeah, because the Heat, uh, and, and, he, they used to, well, he'd just rest all of his dudes. Yeah. They used to go and play LeBron in Miami. He'd just write the whole game off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if I remember correctly, there was a point where for the on the injury report, I think it was Manu Ginobili was out, and I think he put his injury, his reason being that he was old or something like that, <laughs> too 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 old. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that load management. I'm pretty sure it was the Spurs that that sort of started it, and then uh, Kawhi became like the first sort of star player to really incorporate it. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Like I don't. I don't think it's been too bad, but in saying that, I don't really go to the games. I'm not really affected. Like, if it looks like it's going to be a dud game, I just won't watch it, you know? But when you when you look at it from the point of, of ticket sales and, and things like that, yeah, maybe maybe if there was, like, a, a deadline where you are going to rest someone, like, you know, a week in advance or fucking offer... offer refunds on tickets that kind of thing even though it still doesn't help the the ones that travel from far away um i i don't know the the answer to management i'm not sure if this your award thing is the right answer because you get guys like why i don't think he has awards for being completely honest i think he cares about championships I don't even um, know if he does about that. I thought, yeah, I think he does. He, he must do, but it just yeah. doesn't seem like he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, I know. I know. Yoke doesn't care at all, but but his he's he's not really uh one of the management types. He's uh he's pretty durable from what I remember. Generally so it, plays seventy plus games. Yeah, Yoke does. He's people don't call him an athlete, but. Man, the Stanimer I've seen that dude playing a four four overtime game, man. And he looked out on his feet, but he's kept going. So it's that boxer build, you know, heavyweight, heavyweight boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you don't look the part, that mean you're not the part. Um is it just a general mentality thing now that these guys just don't really care about awards as much? I could seem I remember who was the story. I think someone was on Zach Lowe's podcast or someone, and they talked about going to Ricky Davis's house. It was one his ex-player, and he thought that he was moving because he had all these boxes lying around in his house. He's mm. and the dude, the dude. I can't remember what player it was. 
And dude's like, oh, are you ready to move? He's like, no, nah, man, they're all star ballots. <laughs> and he's getting all his <laughs> mate, he's getting all his mates to fill them out. That sounds day. like so, a Ricky Davis thing. Yeah. So you know they really cared about you know being named an all star, but it just doesn't seem to have that weight. These um, mm. apart from championships now, everything else I, I is think, sort of secondary. Yeah, I think there are some players with care. Um, you know, you saw a couple of years ago. Uh, Levine famously got upset when he wasn't named an all-star. Devin Booker got upset when he wasn't named an all-star. Even uh, oh, Gobert cried. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, so I, I think they do care. And yeah. you see guys like Donovan Mitchell got upset when he didn't get rookie of the year. Uh, ben, ben Simmons got it. Um, I think Ben Simmons got upset when Gobert beat him for defensive player of the year a couple years back. Uh, I, I think people care. I mean, even I think it was it even just last season where LeBron out of nowhere just started shit talking Mark Gasol being defensive player of the year over him way back in fucking twenty twelve or whenever it was. I can't remember that one, but it does not surprise me. Yeah. So I, I, I think they I think they do definitely care. Um maybe I I would also say I think Embiid cares. I think he wants that MVP. Yeah, Embiid does. He hasn't had the taste of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's it's pretty crazy that any any other season he probably would have got it, but just Jokic was just that much better than him. Yeah, maybe it's just been you know not in the limelight as it has these awards have been in in past years. But I did in Bam, I saw Bam making the case with Defensive Player of the Year. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, maybe it's just other things that distracted us from it. Yeah. So, I, I don't think I don't think bringing in this limit is a bad thing per se. I just don't think it's going to fix any. Like I don't think it's the solution. Yeah, well, at least it shows that the NBA is trying to do something, even though it might mm. not be fully doing something about the rest situation. But at least yeah. it's showing that they actually okay. We need to address this issue in yeah. some way. So, and obviously, it's targeted to the players that especially kids want to see, you know, the big names. So yeah, guys in, in contention for awards. So mm. hey, just bring it in. Just even if you set it at 80% of games and start yeah. from there and see if it changes things. Yeah. Well, what do you got to lose? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no harm in bringing it in. I just don't know. If it's... Plus then it might just rule out some bullshit takes that some people fucking have in the, in the oh, they'll just, landscape. They'll just build another bullshit take. It's... Yeah, they'll, you know. they'll never end, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But at least you can go, nah, you haven't played this amount, so this guy ain't getting this award. I mean, like, some analysts don't let things like facts get in the way of their argument. Look at Kendrick <laughs> Perkins. Yeah, facts, yeah. Yeah. Why start on those ones from Perkins? JJ's already uh, done, mm-hmm. done the job mm-hmm. for us. Uh, score update, breakers. Uh, I think I think we're I think we're done. It done. Was, we were oh. we were down we were down six with fifty seconds. Ah, oh, that's nothing these days, mate. Couple of threes, couple of stops, right back uh, on it. I'll check too. Nah, it's it's over by the look of it. Oh, yeah, they're up by eight. Fourteen seconds ago. Yeah, she's she's done and dusted. Well, I'm just glad we're not watching. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very cool that we got back to the finals. 
and I think it's a it's the start of a of a turnaround. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it was it was pretty dire. So yeah, I I think I think this is the start of um, you know, maybe a return to being one of the best. Yeah, the best franchises in NBL history. Those battles versus Perth, you know, over the years, mid two thousands to not that long ago, really five years ago, those. Breakers is Wildcats is just always a good watch. Um, shout out Alistair Banks giving uh yeah. Matt Walsh and his shit on Twitter all the time to change the mentality of the team. Hey, he might yeah, just those few those few jabs at them, which were sort of were rightly deserved too. So they were definitely you got your wish, mate. So well done. Um, all right, back to NBA, some playoff matchups, man. What? I think there's a few goodies to be honest in, yeah. in both conferences. I, I think I think there's two really obvious ones in the West. Um, yeah, I, I bet you I can guess yeah. at least one of those. Yeah. So obviously, uh, Phoenix, Dallas, Luca and Devin Booker hate each other. And I'm guessing the other one, Memphis, Golden State. Hundred uh, percent. Draymond <laughs> has been saying some pretty outlandish shit about Dylan Brooks, not necessarily wrong. <laughs> but just he's 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 really been going at him. He basically said that Dylan Brooks. Up. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring back players hating players. Hell yeah! Like Booker and Luca obviously don't like each other. Yeah, but they they've both said that off the court it, it's fine, but on the court they hate each other, and that that's how it should be. Like yeah, you don't want to see any like you know, crazy shit off the court or anything. You I know, don't we don't like we don't it. want any. Any, uh, we don't we don't want any Gilbert Arenas, Javaris Crittenden type stuff. But, <coughs> Jar- <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, on the court, by all means, like bring back the hate. It fuels the Lundros. Oh, I love that man. Yeah. That that shit is. Draymond's just fueling him. He's, Brooks has actually won well, the mind battle over Draymond. It's quite hmm. amazing to be honest. Well, Brooks. Brooks just had a massive game against Dallas, didn't he? Had a big game. Yeah. Did he hit the game game winning shot? I think he had a big three, or oh, not yeah. too like much, a go, like a go ahead shot or something. Well, like he that. had he had one in the no, was, I think it was third quarter, and he's oh, like yeah. kisses of the crowd and shit. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's so Dylan Brooks. It's so, yeah. um, I said my one bad thing to say about him last week is Twain would remind me, um, but yeah, I'm <laughs> he's uh. He's a good character that we need in the NBA. We need dudes like this. We need rivalries where it's player or teams. And I think the Grizzlies-Warriors is forming into a little bit of a rivalry here, even though they're not meeting each other at the at the pointy end of the playoffs. They've met in the playoffs twice, eliminating each other. So yeah. the regular season games yeah. mean something too. Which is good. That's that's what you want, Hell you know. Yeah. Like too too many times, regular season games, and like these guys are all just friendly with each other. We need a bit of bring back the biff, as I'd say. Bring back, yeah. Bring bring them back. Yeah, we just saw uh, yesterday was it Brooke Lopez and Trey Lyles really got into it too. Yeah, Lyles. <laughs> that was an yeah. interesting one. Yeah, Lyles just shoving Giannis for no reason. Yeah, just because Giannis sort of. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah it's kind of walking in front of him, but still. Yeah, like, Lyle's off his mind, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was, who was it, Zach Collins and... Oh, who was that? Zach? That was 
oh, I can't even remember who it yeah, was, I but I saw they, uh, whoever it was, they like kind of tried to choke Zach Collins. Yeah, who was that? It was Michael Porter Jr. That's right. But yeah, that that one was that one was pretty funny because I mean Michael Porter Jr. dunked on Zach Collins, which is fine, but then he said something, and <laughs> Zach Collins kind of like, but Zach Collins he always seems ready to throw down, man. I still yeah. remember it was a Portland series against Golden State, and he, you know, Clay talked some shit to him, and he like shut the fuck <laughs> up, bitch, like straight to Clay's face, it's like yeah, man, this dude's ready to go. Yeah, he's one of those fucking angry white dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he comes back, man. He he was a really promising up and coming player for Portland. So just a few bad injuries, eh? Yeah. So I hope he's sort of getting back on track with the Spurs. Um, yeah. So Grizz Grizz Warriors, I like that, man. Yeah. But I want to see the full complement of, of both teams. Yeah. Like having Adams out there makes a major difference. It's got to be Warriors. Everyone's, everyone's got to be. Everyone's got to be healthy. Yeah, because I'm just missing too many dudes at the moment. Like, I don't want to... Same with the Suns and Mavs, too. And I think a healthy Suns... I think that if they matched up against Dallas in the first round or even the second round... I mean, Dallas, for one, Dallas has to make it through the play-in, but they've got this dude called Luka Doncic who will just pull a game fucking out of nowhere to win. Like, he just won't go down, no matter how bad the other the rest of his team's playing. And Kyrie's bound to have like a great game like every third game or something like that. So they do have that too. Yeah, just so yeah, the, Ma- the Mavs have to make it through. They're right in the midst of this battle. It's Well, even Phoenix to a certain extent are at the sort of the head of this group. They're in fourth spot, 37-32 in the West and it goes right down to the I'm calling mm. the Jazz and the Pelicans out and Portland too. I think they're slipping is, behind. I'll go yeah. to the uh, Lakers. Is, is Zion out for the year? Is that confirmed? I, 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 no, it hasn't been confirmed. But, but I'm, I'm saying safe this. Bet. I if think you, if they get Zion back, then then the Pelicans are right back. Man, I it, just... It's crazy how much they've fallen off since Zion's been out. Yeah, and like, there's a lot of guys really talking their team up too. And yeah, well, they they were looking very good. Where they had all these dudes: Margie Marshall, Herb Jones, Larry Nance, fucking I mean, Jose Trey, Trey, Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy. He just had a big game, forty-one points yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, CJ's been pretty quiet. Um, yeah, it just hasn't. He's been pretty, pretty mid. Yeah, it's a bit of a write-off season, to be honest, for the Pals. I think at this stage. Mm. But, but yeah, Dallas Dallas definitely having a shot here. Maybe the yeah. funder might stop depending on how much SGA plays. Um mm. but Giddy's playing really good at the moment too, and Jalen Williams. Uh I can't remember which nickname they have for each Jalen Williams, but the bigger the center I mean both of them are playing pretty good too. So Min- yeah, Minnesota yeah. right there. Clippers. The tank and the, Russell Westbrook, the one three now after losing what was it, the first six or something? With Westbrook in their team, something like that. Yeah, they won three in a row now, so back in a roll. Um, healthy Phoenix with KD coming up against the Mavs, say in the second round. 
would a Phoenix like shitting themselves from what happened last year? Or are they is it or is it gonna go down to the wire? They won't admit it, but they 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 never admit it, but guarantee they do not want to see the Mavericks in the second. I reckon so too. I they, yeah. I think they'd be hoping for any other team apart from the Mavs, to be honest. Yeah. Like yeah. even the Nuggets, like yeah. I mean, I I really rate the Nuggets. I, I think the Nuggets come out on top, but yeah, Luca man just I think strikes fear into them. <laughs> He's, yeah, because he takes it personally. Clippers, yeah, Clippers too. If I was a Clippers too, I wouldn't want to be facing the Mavs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's another rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, so the Mavs will just be looking to be giant killers if they can get through. Um, any other series you'd like to see in the West? Yeah, the Nuggets don't really. They they're just good against everyone. Really good at yeah. home. Yeah. They don't. They don't have any guys. This year, that I mean, the MPJ was that thing that we just talked about with Lopez, mm. um, not Lopez Collins. Um, yeah. Other than that, they're pretty low key dudes. They're not. Mm. There's no real agitators on their team. Nah. So. No, they're, they're all pretty pretty chill. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Denver. Like, probably, I'd like to see them hit Minnesota in the first round and just have Jokic, like school fucking go bear for a series. I think that would be pretty fun to watch. Yeah, and he would too, man. Like, he would. I was watch I was watching today Jokic versus uh Jakob Pirtle and mm. he dominated Pirtle, man. And like yeah. Pirtle's been hyped up especially by NBA nerds, you know, big defense. He's one yeah. of the best defensive centers yeah. in the league. Yeah. Jokic just bodied him. Just man. schooled him. Yeah. And that's just, that's what Jokic does. He just schools yeah, he does, man. He's, he's so good. Um, I'd I'd like to see the Kings get a like a, a like a challenging first round matchup because then if they can prevail from that, then like they're actually for real. Like if they if they had Golden if they had Golden State in the first round, and they managed to beat Golden State, then that's like imagine the boost in confidence that would give them. You know, the defending champs. They take out the defending champs. But there is, is that bit of, you'd call, swagger to them this season. Yeah, yeah. Like the beam and yeah. Malik Monk and Fox's old connection there. Yeah. Um, it's a bonus, been really good. There's something like Lyle's even trying to take on Giannis. It's just like, wow, mm. where's this been for Sacramento? Yeah, like it showed they actually want it. And I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of that is Mike Brown. Yeah. Like, I, I remember he was hired and he got mocked because he, he said something. It was pretty outlandish. He said, like, Darren Fox is, like, a top three point guard in the in the NBA or something like that. It well, was I can't a, remember that, but that, it, was that's, a, that's... it was a really crazy statement. Uh, I, I don't remember. That might not be exactly it, but it was it was pretty outlandish. Uh, and the, I think it was it was I think it was that, and then they're like he's not even a top three point guard in his division, type thing. Um, but like he's he's brought that energy from the start, and like obviously all the kings are buying into it. Yeah, it's cool. And it's it, good it's, to see. It's very cool to see them like legitimately good again. Yeah, well, they still haven't clinched yet, but yeah, damn, <laughs> yeah, things have to go pretty bad when this out. 
So, fingers crossed. I, I, it's going to be awesome seeing them back in the playoffs. Well, because they're currently the longest playoff drought, aren't they? Yes, 2006. Because yeah, the, the Mariners made the playoffs this year for the base, for baseball. Yeah, they're the longest in all the major yeah. sports yeah. leagues in the States. Yeah, so I wonder, I'm going to see if I can find who will take over if the Kings make the playoffs. Wow, I know you guys haven't been there for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, it's been a while since we've won a playoff series. I think go back 08, 09 for us since we won a playoff series, the Pistons. Uh, we made it three, 2018-19. We got swept by the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, so it's the Kings. Oh, the Jets haven't made the playoffs since 2010. 2010. When was your last one? 2013? Uh, we, 14, uh, 15? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, 15, 16. 15, 16. Six, six seasons. So we're currently tied ninth. Although that'll be eighth when the... Uh, yeah, so the, the Jets and the Buffalo Sabres in the NHL are both 11 seasons. Okay, so who after the Kings? In the who, NBA. Who's the longest NBA? Oh, that that is actually us. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I was thinking the magic, but they made it. A few they years made it ago. just a couple of years ago, yeah. and then they blew it up. So uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. It's us, it, but like six seasons isn't that bad. It's not really, too bad. You know, it's not too bad, man. And yeah, to be fair, like a couple of bad play-in games is is what stopped us the last two years. This year's a whole other story, but the last two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So last season, our record, the season before, we would have been the fifth seed. So, you know, it's like, yeah, it's it's semantics in a way, but it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, heading over to the East, who would you like to see here? I mm. think Miami, I think Miami, like, they're sort of the Mavs in, in a different way. Yeah. They're going to strike fear. To some of these teams up the top, and I, I would like to see Miami versus Philly, first round. Jimmy, yep, Jimmy Butler versus Embiid. <laughs> They're friends, but they would both like go for the jugular. Uh, also, Bam being on Embiid, I think that would be a really good matchup. Jimmy's probably on Harden. Yeah, I'd be if I was any of those top teams. But mm. I mean, in the Bucks, two no, the year before they won the championship, they got mm. done by the Heat. Yeah. Giannis saw like we let's say now they, they got them in the first round and they destroyed. Yeah. yeah. So the Bucks, if I was the Bucks, but man, if even if I was the Celtics, I'd be scared of them. Of the mm. Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these teams really. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think playoff Jimmy is is a different beast to regular season Jimmy. So what sort of yeah, what who what would be your favorite matchup though? I first, mean, first round. That that probably is it. Philly versus Heat. Yeah, Philly, Philly versus Heat. I think they just match up well. There would be intensity on both sides. Um, other than I think, I reckon like whoever Cleveland goes up against in the first round, um, at this stage it would be New York. See, I like that one. Yeah, I like Knicks Cavs first round. Like I, I wonder what Randall <clears throat> can do against the likes of Mobley and Jared Allen. Like it would be, it would be quite interesting to see. Yeah, and the whole Donovan Mitchell trying to get him to yeah. New York. That, yeah, that. yeah. It was there. There was a point where Mitchell to New York was seemingly a foregone conclusion. Yeah, and then and then the Knicks, well, they didn't want to trade. Was it quickly? Yeah, 
It wasn't, it wasn't even Grimes, RJ. Grimes, Grimes. Yeah, it was Grimes. It wasn't even RJ Barrett. Yeah, it was like, nah, we're not getting rid yeah. of Quinton Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's it's working this year, it's, man. It's worked worked out well for Beams. A good we had, no trade. Yeah, we had a podcast at the start of the season. Like, well, what should we do to fix the Knicks? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, blow them up, fucking sort, get rid of Tubbs, and they've what? just. It's funny. Every time you know we say, "Oh, Tibbs is done. He needs to go." He comes back. He in the fucking day. just pulls his shit out, like just out of nowhere, like turns into a legitimately good coach, and coaches a legitimately good team. Yeah, and like they did on their playoff run two years ago. Mm. I mean, last year was just total shit. It sort of seems to be how Randall goes, is how the Knicks go. So if Randall's yeah. in good form, yeah. Knicks are in good form. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, he's he's bought back in, and look at him, and look at them. Man, the way he's hitting threes this season has been crazy. You just don't think of him like that, but mm. he's just nailing threes. Um, yes, yeah, so I like that one. I like tabs and that because yeah. that's just that. I'd be pretty gritty in like having that defensive unit of the Knicks versus the guards of the Cavs. Mm. I think there'll yeah, be some yeah. low-scoring uh, games in that series, but yeah, it'll remind yeah. us of sort of old-school basketball, I think. If, and and Spider just... Uh, I forget about last season, but before that, like, he steps it up in the playoffs. He's one of those... Oh, yeah. He's a Jimmy that, Butler. He, he'll that, come to play. Yeah, that series against uh, Denver, like... Oh, him versus Jimmy Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think the addition of Josh Hart to the Knicks was massive as well. Really made a difference, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He's just—he's one of those players. Good glue guy. Yeah. Does all the hardship. One of the best rebound. He's not really a guard. He's more of a wing. I would say he's yeah—he's a like a three-four. But if you put him as a guard, he's the best rebounding guard in the league. Yeah. Yeah. He what is the average? Like eight, eight boards a game? Yeah, like seven and a half, I think I last saw. I yeah, seven. He's at, uh, he's at eight. He's 7.9. Wow. He's, and he's, he's only like six, 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 is he? Six, five. He's six, five. Six, five. Six, six, five. Yeah. And he only became a good rebounder after he went to the Pelicans. I mean, he was he was always decent. But yeah, he was decent. At but... first, his, yeah, his, his time at the Lakers, I guess, you know, there were other people there to get the rebounds. But yeah, the Pelicans, the second season at the Pelicans, he just for uh, eight boards a game. And he's always been around there ever since. Yeah, I think he had like a 20 rebound game too. Something crazy. Yeah, that's. Or that's 18 crazy. or something. Yeah. 19. 19. 19's yeah. career high. Yeah. Nuts. Like that's actually, actually insane. Now, I want to talk about a team I watched a bit of today versus the Nuggets. That's the Raptors. They looked. Real good against the Nuggets today, and and Van Vliet is the big key in that. He was going off, and everything else worked. Having Pirtle, even though he got dominated by Jokic, which is understandable, but that team looks a lot more complete with Van Vliet confident hitting outside shots. And Siakam had an off game, but he didn't really need to be on his game, which he had needed to in the past, even this season. Just to win games, Siakam had to do everything. But like, they even closed without Scotty. Scotty Barnes in more important minutes. Like it was like Van Vliet, Gary Trent, Siakam, OG, and Brutal. Mm. And that lineup really worked. And they used sort of Scotty with the second unit, 
as like the as the main ball handler. They could really make some noise, I think, depending on who they match up with. And I think they could be quite scary, especially especially like a team like the Celtics. Like they're mm. sort of similar in how, you know, they I think the Celtics are better in the half court though, but yeah. matchup wise, that could be very interesting. And like I think Embiid would like still beast the Raptors and Purtle. Mm. But Man, the Raptors could really put on a good series against most of those other teams there, I think. Yeah, a lot of their the struggles early in the season was due to like Van Vliet not being able to buy a bucket. Yeah, uh, Scotty started yeah. off the yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, Scotty started off the season pretty slow as well. Um, I think this new lineup with with Gary Trent coming off the bench, um, OG starting at the two, I think is uh, has sort of uh, boosted boosted some boosted them up a bit. Um, I mean, Van Vliet's field goal percentage is still pretty awful. He's he's below forty percent from the field, uh, and when you're taking sixteen shots a game, although to be fair, that's what he's been at for the last couple of seasons anyway. Yeah, but um, yeah, taking sixteen shots a game at thirty nine percent isn't the best. But yeah, he it, it's it's hard to explain his like offensive impact. Like his percentages are low. But if he's taking a big shot, you still automatically think it's going in. Yeah, he's one of those it's, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. He's he's like a like a heat check guy. He's like a almost like I don't know, just you know disrespect him, but like a like a Dion Waiters type. Almost, eh? See, I sort yeah. of compare him to like a smaller version of Jamal Murray. Yeah. Well, Jamal Murray is actually a lot bigger than what you think. He's. Mm-hmm. I was just watching them play today against each other. Quite similar, you know. They're yep. not true point guards; they're more mm. scoring guards, but handle the ball. And both of those teams have other bigs that handle the ball, like Siakam and Scotty for Toronto, Jokic obviously for mm. the Nuggets. And they play very similar, and they can really go on some big streaks. But if it's going like both of those teams, if Jamal Murray's having a big game, the Nuggets win, and I think if Van Vliet has a big game, the Raptors win. Mm. It's sort of like the not complimentary, but you just know if they're going off, their team's doing well. So, yeah, yeah. and he just has that confidence back from when they had to run when Kawhi was there and they won the championship. Mm. Van sort of come out of nowhere just about the year before and yeah, had that really good run. I remember Hubie Brown actually, I think he actually picked Van Vliet for his finals MVP. He was that good. He he was yeah. really good. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see. I think the Raptors will be a fun matchup for most teams in the East there in the first round. Yeah, and yeah. I, I would like to see Toronto get in the Atlanta. I I haven't enjoyed it this year. Nah, this uh, nah. It's yeah. I haven't um, too. I can't really watch them for too long. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, like, yeah. I try to watch a bit of Sadiq playing there, but he's coming off the bench, not getting as many minutes. Um, yeah. The trade looks. Trey's, Trey's had a down year. Um, Enthusiasm is in there, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's. I mean, it is pretty bold prediction. I think he gets traded in the off season. Stick with it's been, Yeah, it's it's been it's been a weird season for him. Like, you know, there were times when Hawks fans were saying to trade him, and then there were times when he was saying he wasn't happy. And uh, the whole Nate McMillan thing, it's been weird, man. So, yeah, I, I would like to see the Hawks just not make the play. 
let let Toronto get in there. I don't, I don't want to see like fucking Washington or Chicago get in. I'd like to see Miami and Toronto be the two that make it. Yeah, same here. I agree. Bulls, I just have not like watching it all. No. <laughs> I would prefer to watch the Wizards, but yeah, Johnny but... Davis going up against the Aspens today. Typical. I I don't yeah I don't I don't want Wizards management thinking they made the right decision by going all in. Like I mean not even all in, but you know Kuzma asked to be traded. They said they want to keep him around. They want to win. Like that is what's the ceiling for this Wizards team? Like uh, it's it's a playing team. Seven seed. Yeah. yeah. Like their floors are like tenth and their ceilings like seventh. Like that's where they live. Yeah. They're the new Pistons or the new Hornets. They're just in their yeah. man's land. Yeah, the <laughs> magic. Yeah, just trapped in, do I make the playoffs or do I not tank all the way to last but just miss the playoffs and yeah. get the seven pick in the draft, not the one, two, or three? Yep, that's them. Yep. Um, Brooklyn could be fun too. Um, oh, just Michael all Bridges, these new green, superstar. All these wings that just can defend and they passing around and got no real point guard, no real center, to be honest. I mean, Claxton's supposed he can't shoot, but he's not a true center in my mind. Um, he's, he's just so lanky and, yeah, but he can block a shit ton of sh- shots. And then they've got all these other guys that all can defend. And, yeah, they're sort of a weird team, but they're fun. They push, push the ball on offense. and Yeah. Michael yeah. Bridges averaging 26.5 boards. Um, steal a block, shooting 50% from the floor, 46% from three since becoming a Brooklyn net. Now, I think that's the mo- like the best numbers in a 10-game streak after joining it, a new team, I think. It's, it's got to be up there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the best in NBA history. Yeah. His numbers after joining a new... Yeah. Like the efficiency of it, along with those other defensive stats and scoring, so... yeah. He's the next guy, man. Yeah, he, yeah. He He's uh, um, me and me and my boy had a had a bit of a conversation, like who would be a who'll be a first time All Star next year, and that's the pick we both came up with. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. Um, right. So is that about it for NBA. Before we move on to the Last of Us, nothing else. Is Jazz obviously still in the news? Looks like he's. And try and get some help over the he's issues that he's got going gone, on. So. He's in a counselling group now, I believe. Yeah. Which uh, I'm, I'm all for him, people getting help. So, like, you know, uh, I'll be happy if there's no real updates on him and they just let him do his thing for, you know, a couple of weeks. Okay. Give, give the man some room. And yeah. I don't need fucking sort. shams or woes updating us every second day. Yeah. Like, just sure. let let the man be and then, you know. Yeah, so not too much else in the news there in the NBA. Shall we get on to the last of us, last episode? Yeah, let's do it. Yep, final episode. Come around quick, man. It did. Episode 9, season 1. We've talked about all the previous episodes. Uh, it would have been good to have Twain on for this one, but we'll continue on. Did just the episode itself before looking back at the whole series... Did the episode meet your expectations? Yeah, I, I think it. I was surprised at the runtime. 
I thought we would get an episode over an hour. Um, that being said, I, I think the episode was was pretty good. Um, I liked seeing the stuff with Ellie's mother. Yeah. Um, so a flashback. Yeah. Um, and also Ellie's mother played by the, I think, Ashley Johnson, who played Ellie in the game. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think they they uh, they nailed it. I think the way they had that montage with Joel, like it, it, the whole point of it is to show that Joel is, is being selfish like because at the end of the day he that's his decision is incredibly selfish yeah like, spoiler spoiler alert again people um, yeah, yeah i mean you surely you've, you've you <laughs> surely you've played the game by now if you haven't watched the show anyway but yeah so it, you know he he saves ellie from an operation that would kill her but also cure this you know the the whole the whole Epidemic. thing that's caused the yeah um and you know, like at a surface level, it looks like he's the hero, but the whole point of it is that he is being selfish. He's developed a relationship with him and Ellie, yeah, like and he, he the doesn't father's daughter. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't want to lose another daughter or daughter figure, um, as it would be with with Ellie. Uh, so he makes yeah a, a selfish decision, and the way they shot that montage where he just he's taking motherfuckers out. He's John Wick. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he was does just not give a fuck about human life. Everybody. It even showed that one where the guy put his gun down, put his hands up. Joel still yeah. shoots him completely unarmed. Joel shoots him anyway. Um, you know, like I think it did a better job than the game. Like in the game, there you do it as a mission and you take out a whole bunch of dudes. But at the same time, you know, like it, it's they are the the in the game. It feels like those guys are the bad guys, whereas in yes. this. It feels like Joel is doing the wrong thing, but you want him to do it anyway because of this relationship he's built up with Ellie. I think I think they nailed it, to be honest. Yeah, I think that point there that they you got it as you said the selfishness. They really got that point across well. Yeah. There was numerous times in that episode where Joel had the chance, yeah, to not go through with killing people, and he yeah. just said, "No, nah, I'm doing yeah. it." Yeah, 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 yeah. Marlene. Um, the surgeon, um, the other guy, the, I don't know what he was, security or something, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, at least three times he had the chance to not kill someone and he just did. Just did it anyway. Yeah. Did it anyway. So one lot, yeah, about 30 lives for one. <laughs> or yeah. even in, in a bigger scale, potentially wow. a cure for the whole epidemic. Yeah. So You'd rather have a father-daughter relationship with Ellie yep. rather than letting the whole world possibly getting cured. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe they could have made that decision harder for him, but I like how they just sort of leaned into the real anti-hero-ness yeah. of Joel here. Yeah, maybe the game didn't capture that as well. Because mm. um, I think I think Joel is a real anti-hero, but He's he sort of doesn't get portrayed like that. I mean, even like after this episode, I don't think I, like uh, people, people knew Tony Soprano was a fucking real asshole, even yeah. though you rooted for him. Yeah, 
No. So without spoiling anything, I think that's what the second game tries to do. Yeah, and I, I don't you, know yeah. anything about this. Yeah, it, so. it, it shows you, it tries, I don't, I don't know how successful it, it tries to show you a different point where you can see Joel as a villain, basically. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. yeah, oh. I, I'm, I'm very, very curious to see how they do the second game for season. They've already said that two the seasons. second game will be minimum two. You could theoretically, like the second game, there is a lot going. You could extend it to three seasons if you really wanted to, and I, I don't think it would be filler either. I think there's enough you can dive into. Um. To, to make it three seasons, especially if it's only nine episodes. I think you could quite easily do that. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, it's sort of criticism criticism for me on this first season. I think they could have made a couple more episodes. Yeah, or made a couple of the episodes a bit longer. Yeah, got either a 10 episode of some a bit longer. Yeah. Or a 12 episode. Yeah. I think that could have easily been done. I think people... Like, like not people just not that never played the game or anything are like sort of yeah. itching for con, itching for more content on this because yeah and, I, and, I think it's captured a lot of people's hearts and imagination man it's yeah. like I think it's going to be one of the most sort of rated series for a while yeah uh, and two of the episodes two of the nine episodes are flashback episodes yeah so yeah, yeah exactly. I, I I think it could have had a couple couple more episodes to be honest but in saying that maybe i'm just being a bit greedy um i don't care like i've seen one of the biggest complaints apart from the anti-gay people those people can go fuck themselves um i think one of the biggest criticisms i've seen is not enough clickers and that doesn't bother me uh, the game isn't about the click the game is about the humans it's about how people change including joel yeah you know once once a loving father turns into this you know, guy that'll just kill people without thinking twice. Um, yeah, but but a couple couple more episodes would have would have done it done it well. That being said, they still went nine for nine. Yeah, and it's it's one of the best first seasons of a TV show I've ever seen. Yeah, it was damn good, man. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyable throughout. Yeah, I'm the same as you when it comes to the clickers and that, like. They were secondary, really. Yep. And it had the most, the most we saw of them was probably my least favorite episode, even though I liked all of them. Mm. Um, the draft scene done really, really good. Yeah. The, the, that's like a, the game. a weird thing. I just want to bring that up. It, the draft looked fake. Yeah, it did, but it didn't really the draft, matter. The draft was real. Oh, it was real. Yeah, it is a real oh, wow. That's that's why I'm so confused. Did they touch it up or something with a bit of CGI? I, maybe, maybe. It was it was on a green screen. Uh, but exactly. there is there is footage of Pedro Pascal feeding a real giraffe. Oh wow. On on like a sound stage. And yeah. But yeah, the giraffe looked fake. It was weird. Yes. It did it didn't matter, but it was weird. Yeah, it especially, didn't really matter. Yeah, especially now finding that the giraffe was real. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, no, nah, it didn't matter. It was it's one of my favorite scenes in the game and it was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, it was cool. That yeah. glimmer of hope. Yeah. You know, and a world of darkness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, it was over pretty quick this episode, and it was like forty-two minutes, something like that. It was yeah, pretty yeah. pretty short. I I was fully expecting like just over an hour. Yeah, a bit more Marlene, maybe a bit more. Yeah, I, I thought maybe the Joel on the rampage to get Ali, rather than a musical montage, maybe they could have done a more action scene, like a one-shot scene would have been really cool there. Yeah, uh, like a true detective mm. McConaughey scene, uh, episode yep. four, season one. Yeah, something um, like that through the mm. hospital. Yeah, I, I, I actually now that I think about it, I wouldn't have minded seeing more of Marlene and uh, maybe not Tommy because the whole point of of keeping Tommy out is that when Joel meets back up with Tommy, you care about it. Yeah, but but Marlene seeing like a couple of you know just a couple of episodes about what she's going through it would just to flesh out the character which would make the moment that joel shoots her more meaningful i reckon yes yes i like that that would be cool yeah yeah. um you know she said oh we you know i had six people just to protect me and we still nearly didn't make it like you know maybe show a couple of the things they went through yeah build a character up a bit more make him Mm. get a bit more heartbreaking when she yeah dies i mean she you was know, obviously there when ellie was born we found yeah. out so yeah so there's only that episode in the first one i think those are the only episodes she's in yeah and so in the that, first one she's sort of hardly in it like she walks around in, uh, the corner and she's been shot and she offers you know she show introduces them to ellie and that's that yeah so there's a connection with ellie and mm. her sort of like being there to sort of swear to swore to protect her too and yeah yeah, she's making that sacrifice of yeah. trying to cure this thing at yeah. the cost of one human life, mm. and the the opposite reaction from Joel, and maybe they could have played mm. on that a bit more too, so the yeah. opposites working against each other. Yeah, but so, this like this is all this is all nitpicking. Like I, I love <laughs> I, I love it. Like I'm you know, it, like I said, it's literally one of my favorite first seasons of TV ever. It's a solid nine out of ten season. Yeah, nine and yeah, a half. Uh, yeah, nine and a half out of ten, I'd say. The, uh, yeah, the Good only bit. reason it doesn't it doesn't get a ten is because of these kind of couple of nitpicks. Yeah, and they're only they're only minor, man. So. Yeah. Um, also, like the the end of the last episode, like the musical cue is exactly like the game, like yep. little details like that. And the music you know, was the, really good. Yeah, and the way it ends is exactly like the game, and it's just, it was, yeah, so good. The way the the adaptation aspect, they nailed it. Yeah, they they fully did. Now I've gone back and started playing the game. Um, yeah, yeah, I already I already finished you, the game. <laughs> you and Tony told, told me, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's hard gotta, to find the time, but yeah. yeah. So I'm up yeah. to the the sort of fallen over building. Yep. In, Boston, in Boston, so I mean, at the start, but I've done a good hour or so. Yeah, um, and uh, I take yeah. time because I search everything. Yeah, you search everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, but you have to play the second game before. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and keep playing, play through, and finish this it, the first one. Yeah. It sounds as though season two will be out either next year or the year after like i'd say 2025 is probably more likely yeah give that bit of time too 
Yeah, and, and to, to age up Bella Ramsey as well, yeah. and and even even uh, Joel. I mean, you can you can you can age him up with with more, but yeah, um, Bella Ramsey getting a couple of years older, it just looks more authentic when you um, yeah, you know, when it's well when it's real. But Bella Ramsey, she just looks younger than she is. She's nearly twenty. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? And quite a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, a lot of a lot of actresses do. Yeah. Um, just going back to playing the game again, like because I haven't played in about five years. Just how well Pedro and Bella have acted the parts. Oh, the, Ali. they nailed the cutting. Just, just nailed it, eh? But Tess is a bit different, but it's still done really well. Marlene's basically spot on too. Like, yeah. So far, just um, I haven't got up to Bill yet, but. Man, just stay nailed it, eh? Yeah, I think stay Bill. Now the characters. I think Bill would be the most different, but that being said, I I like what the show did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just. Yeah, but they yeah they nailed the cast like yeah absolutely nailed it. The settings too, just yeah. uh, the the, yeah. the really the, good the, essence from the game the, is yeah the yeah the the, adi- the adaptation part of it they nailed. Like I think the character who didn't work at all was the original character played by Melanie Linsky. Mm. Yeah, she was probably my least favourite out of all of them. So, yeah, yeah one sort of, there's always got to be one. It's never going to be perfect, but mm. yeah, they just captured the essence of the game so well, just going back to play. Yep. And man, I just remember how fucking scary the fucking game is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, the some, series. there's some very terrifying parts. Yeah, man. Oh, just the sound and stuff. So I play it with the headphones on. Yeah. And uh, at night, obviously. So it's yeah, like, yeah. just because of that, but extra. Yeah. <laughs> you got six bullets and your buddy walking yeah. through a fucking swaying building. And, yeah. yeah. It's cool. So, so good. Yeah. It, season two will be fun, man. It's going to be fun. And yeah. a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of people gearing up for season two. So. Yeah. Um, big expectations now real quick uh i just want to i don't know if you remember the the rumored casting before pedro took over um mahershala ali was offered the role yeah which would have been interesting uh matthew mcconaughey was offered the role he turned it down i'm glad matthew mcconaughey didn't take it yeah, i think i, I would have seen be... i would have seen too much mcconaughey not enough joel whereas with with Pedro, I see Joel. Yeah, I think McConaughey would would have given it a good shot. Like he he can do a lot of different stuff, but he's just not Joel. Yeah, um, it sounds like Bella Ramsey was always the first choice since. What well, originally it was like Macy Williams from also Game of Thrones, crazy enough. Uh, but but I'm, because because things got delayed, um, she aged herself out of the role. Sort of glad to. Yeah, one. I think yeah. I think Bella Ramsey's near yeah, on think, that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, nah, thoroughly enjoyable season one. There, yeah, nine out of nine out of ten for me. Yeah, I think um, what was the Rotten Tomatoes score would be pretty high. Um, oh, I haven't looked actually. I'll, I'll look that up now. I think also, ninety six. I think I saw one um, of the episodes. Also, you said that. Uh, Marlene is pretty much exact. That's because the person who portrayed her in the game is the person who portrayed her on the show. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. 
makes uh makes makes a whole scene. ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah. She's uh she's the only one who reprised her role. Okay. I was mm. gonna say because she looked really very similar yeah. to the game, like really yeah. similar. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, ninety-six percent uh, critic score, eighty-nine percent audience score, and to be fair, that audience score is dropped by a whole bunch of homophobes. Yeah, even on Rotten Tomatoes, you think? Can anyone? Yeah, anyone, anyone can. can anyone uh, things to the to the audience score? Yeah, disappointing. Yeah, but oh well, they miss out. We get to watch it. So yeah, if, if yeah. you're not watching that because you think there's too many gay people, well, you're an idiot. Yeah, but also people who played the game and they're like, "What? Bill's gay? Like you obviously didn't pay attention in the game." Yeah, like like Bill's very obviously gay in the game. He literally calls uh, Frank his partner multiple times. Yeah, and to me, it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It's it, just showing this, the story of Bill. Like, yeah, yeah. It it literally, if if. If it wasn't Frank and it was a woman instead, the story would be the same. It literally does not matter. Does not matter, man. It's yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it is. All right, man. Let's wrap it up there. We've got Ma- a Marvel ranking. Yeah. Uh, Hall, Hall of Fame one. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, Marvel movies. Should be should be next week. Uh, we've got award predictions for the NBA coming up, and obviously not too much longer to the playoffs, about a month away. So that'll be fun. Some director rankings coming up. We're getting back into the swing of things after an insane summer here. Very busy in, summer. In the north. So looking forward to getting back into watching some more movies, playing a bit of some games, watching some NBA. So all the good shit, yep. as per no. normal. Yep. Thanks again, bro, for coming on. Over and out. Sweet. Peace.